0: Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa Podcast. My name is Emmanuel.
1: I'm Shungo Zwin. And I'm Bolu.
0: Yeah, so your <laughs> your intros are getting weird. I don't
1: know. No, 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 it's just becoming more dramatic. Try to put so... Oh, weird. Okay, yeah. no
0: problem. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, welcome to this edition of the podcast. And it's going to be very, very, very interesting because we have very, very weird stories ahead. <laughs> I mean, why these guys are coming up with new things for intros... People are making billions of losses.
2: Yeah, look at look at us when you're saying that. So that <laughs> no, no, you no. That you're you're talking directly to us.
1: Mm, why? Uh, you are making billions. You are making I mean, billions. You are of losses. making
2: billions. He's shading us. Oh, so we'll like I I'm losing billions. Yeah, and then we
0: are we
1: are making
2: about <laughs> Oh,
0: interest. wow. Yes. Yay. So, w- but I've I've been thinking about that thing, right? So, Kuda Bank lost mm. six. Billion dollars, not billion dollars. Yeah, they lost six billion naira yeah. in 2020. And okay, so the story was not surprising because obviously, come on, what are they doing? Free transfers and their billboards are everywhere, so obviously, mm-hmm. they'll making losses. But I'm conflicted. Should I think like a typical tech person and say, Oh, it's growing pains, it's a startup thing, or? Should I think like a business person should mm-hmm. about how to make profit because, of course, you could mention oh, they have two million users, they have they've grown their revenue. But mm. for me, those statistics are mostly bobo.
2: <laughs>
0: one year ago, or close to a year ago, could I still give me one five that is that you've not paid me? <laughs> it's part uh, of uh, revenue, yeah. You you to, have have
1: to bring that in,
0: I had to because <laughs> how will you reach out? Okay, sorry, so. One year ago, mm. I've not used CUDA since one year now, and mm. I guess I'm still one of the two million users. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if you go online and you look at all the customer complaints and you, and you wonder how many people are still using Kuda, are these part of the two million users? Mm. So, yeah, it's it's having me think a lot about customers and how most startups treat them. Most of the customer service sure. they treat you like like they talk like robots most of the time, yeah, and or like CUDA, they don't answer you at all. So, are are you saying that you would have made the argument that oh, they are
1: growing, they have this um, number of users if their services were like top notch and really good, like I'm
0: convinced that okay, those so there are some companies that if they tell you they have two million users, you don't you don't doubt too much. If a piggy vest, for instance, tells me they have two million users, I won't adapt. I don't see too many complaints.
2: To be fair, there's a difference between users and active users, so. I guess what we can now look at is how many active users they have.
0: You can define active users by whatever metric you want to define of active users. For instance I mean, if you make one
2: transfer in a month, you're exactly. probably an
0: active user. Exactly. Some of them say if you use five M B in the
2: last mm. three months you're an active yeah. user. How? Five M B. Well, the the metrics can always be spawned anyhow you want. Mm. But I mean if they say they have two million customers, they have two million <laughs> customers. <laughs> no customers <laughs> What's interesting for me is yeah is the loans. So the they had a lot of growth, like people pointed out, or like the article pointed out, like
0: I think I'm four not 000, that
2: growth. That's the thing. Okay, revenue growth was over four thousand percent. I think four thousand three hundred and fifteen, if I'm correct. Does it include the one five that of course, it has to increase. It, no, when did
0: they do that again? One year ago. One year ago. Or thereabouts. Well, I, I
2: don't know the financial year that yours happened. 2020. Okay. it falling. So, maybe in 2021,
0: it's even got worse, but in 2020, I mm. guess
2: it was. Okay, well, maybe you're, you're five fourteen or someone else is five fourteen, but that's yes. still revenue. So, they had like a 4,000, over 4,000% 4, increase in revenue, but they had... Lower, um, what do you call it now, like the loans that they had, were like the, the loans didn't, the loans didn't increase as much as the revenue. Like the percentages didn't increase as much as revenue. Mm. But that was mad. Like it was massive. That's where the losses came from. So I'm just wondering. I mean, they have sixty nine percent NPLs, and if for people who may not understand what NPL is, is if I, if you're giving a loan that you're to repay in thirty days. So if you don't repay really within a, a specific period, that loan falls under an MPO. So it now causes into question the whole digital lending. Is it too early? Is it too premature, especially from startups? Mm. Is it too premature? Because um, one of the tweets that was used in that article was someone who was saying he hasn't been back with uh, with SCUDA for up to a year, and he already got an overdraft facility. Now I've been using UBA and for the, the last. one of two million users. Of course. Oh. I've okay. been using UBA for the last, let's say, six plus years. And it was only last year or two years ago that they started sending me messages and telling mm-hmm. me, oh, you can um, take loans on your salary. Yeah, Same here. So, to mm-hmm. be fair, the first three years I was using it, I was still a student and I didn't have an income. But they now have, like, there's a provision. And you see that they hedge their bets. They're only lending to certain people. They're not just lending to everybody. But I go on a Kuda, and I could qualify for loans in a very, very brief period. So I think we should now be questioning, is it too early? I mean, yes, people keep on talking about how it helps to broaden. Like, so if I get loans, I could use it for whatever I want. But the reality is that Nigerians, many of us, you still take out loans for personal reasons. Maybe you want to buy data, or you just want to tie yourself over to the next salary we are not taking loans to build businesses.
0: I, I think I saw a tweet yesterday of someone who took loans from Plenty. Yeah. From <laughs> <many companies. laughs> so, mm. but I'm thinking—is is Kuda enough to judge? Have you looked at Carbon? Have you looked at Fair Money? Mm. Have you looked at some of all these other guys? Of course, we are not going to mention Soko Loan.
2: Yeah, those ones are not even Those ones are, those are, are just loan sharks.
0: Yeah, but Carbon, Fair Money, for instance, they yes, look so like they've built a solid business around that
2: yes but fair money um, i think there was an event last year and they claimed they had about 97 percent of their users repaying their loans that's to fair to be fair those most of those loans are like b2b they are lending to businesses
0: Oh, businesses more, business, B2B yeah.
2: more they are more, more likely to if i'm running a business i'm more likely to return your money than a personal account because if you don't lend to me I probably will find it difficult.
0: Well, so that, That's not always the case because I have it on good authority from another startup founder mm. that has to be chasing businesses yeah. to pay their stuff. Mm. So it's a buy pay later company and mm. they have to be chasing companies mm. to repay for items that they bought. Yeah. Say, oh, CEO has approved it. Kinikon has approved True. it. So all those things, uh, it's, it's a very, very nuanced conversation. So now I imagine... Yeah. enough to judge if... Well, imagine they're yeah. chasing a company yes. and it's
2: this difficult. They decide to focus imagine, on customers. Actually. Yeah, now imagine if they decide to chase, let's say, 100,000 individuals across Nigeria. First of all, you don't even have adequate data on where they live. You don't know how much their income is. Like, mm. it's actually I I, I guess this
1: just opens up... um I guess it's an area of fintech where we need someone to actually disrupt. You know, please, please, Underwood. <laughs> okay. An area of Intec where we need someone to create a solution around a solution Mm. that provides an infrastructure for these guys
0: that are running the lending. Exactly. Some guys are doing it. There's Lensquare, there's Evolve Credit. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember these other guys too. But those those two people that are trying to build this infrastructure to handle the liquidity side of things, the capital side, to handle the technology side, then to handle the repayment side of things. So those are issues that. They have to face even even the fraud side of
2: things. Mm. People See, if you ask me, eh, first, mm. because I I'm no, I don't think like outsized risks. Mm. Just think they should hedge their like hedge your risk. Mm. Maybe decide we are going to lend to maybe just two percent of our customer base and just keep it at that. So if you lend to ten thousand people this year, next year maybe just increase it fifteen thousand people. But then of course you won't earn a lot of money. Well, you're testing this because banks have waited for people to come and build your technology and they are now using I mean think about the banks with so that people have built your technology they now came and say lending to the same people that you are lend that you think you're lending That's to crazy low interest rates. Low interest rate. So basically you've done the groundwork for them and they are repeating. So I think there's a lesson there for them. I mean I'm not i I'm not a financial expert. Yeah. But there's a reason bigger companies are not doing what you're doing. So sometimes um older people usually tell us that the it's what now it's the enthusiasm of youths mm-hmm. make us think that um, we can disrupt every single thing that we see. It's mm-hmm. good, but it's also not good. There's a reason, guys, that have been in the industry for 10 years and <laughs> I not doing something. Th- I think I need to
0: drag all over to the podcast so that you can have a chat with him, not me. Okay, that sounds interesting. So, but I was talking about fraud just now, and you just reminded me of Uber yeah. this week. Hack 18 mm-hmm. year old, how did it happen?
1: I like I like I I do that Uber <laughs> hack eighteen year old. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, an eighteen year old has claimed responsibility for hacking Uber is last. We
0: started like a correspondent <laughs> from from California. <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> mean, on, so you one know, young. people also. should leave in the comment
1: section if they actually you know. Okay. Do I have, have I have that California correspondence talent. Mm, okay. Just let me know. All right. So um, an eighteen year old has admitted to. Actually, he claimed responsibility for hacking Uber last Thursday. The hack was a total hack, according to some cybersecurity experts, such as Sam Curry. Sam Curry is a a security engineer at Yuga Labs. If you are conversant with Web3, you know Yuga Labs. Yuga Labs is the company behind the body and all that. And he said it was a total hack, and the hacker was actually able to get hold of Uber's source code which is absolutely insane. And how did he do it? He was able to... It wasn't... um, In the article I wrote, I said, it wasn't a hack per se. It was social engineering. So he was able to reach out to an Uber staff. And he said he... He pretended as if he was a corporate IT person and demanded some details. And the person gave it to him. And he was able to get into Uber's internal system. He even posted a picture. I can't tell you what the picture of <laughs> what he posted. He posted a picture on Uber's corporate on their internal website. And then he posted, he, he chatted with some of the Uber staff. You know, some people thought it was a joke and you know, all that until they saw that he had gotten really deep into into their systems. And the interesting thing is, it's not actually the first time. Uber has been that i think they acted them in 2016 mm-hmm. and the person was able to
0: so so we're back to this again social engineering
1: yes i think
0: that it's it's quite I, i'm just i just i'm i'm all the uber security <laughs> person i can imagine their face after installing everything do you understand everything is so it's it's not it's not
1: about a it's not it's not a fact that okay maybe the security guys or the it guys did not build what we're supposed to build. It was just, everything was there, but then the human side of things.
0: Yeah, so it's, again, it's reminding me of another article, the human side, the humans are your loophole to any security firewall. So I wrote that article in 2020. So humans should be your first line of defense against any attack. Mm -hmm. So if your employees are not, if your employees are not conversant with the things they should know, the two factor and classifications the don't click on suspicious links on emails don't answer suspicious people and try to read between the lines so that you notice slight spelling errors because that's how things happen that's how business emails I mean, compromise
2: people just scan emails speed just reads. scan like you're just trying to get just the idea of what don't the click. person is saying it's so easy
0: ah, so uh, they should not go and send you tech point invoice and the p is b Tech Point. Uh, you and you said... <laughs> <laughs> this scam has happened already and they didn't, they didn't need to hack anything. They didn't mm. at all. Just... So, uh, I think social engineering is a very, very big issue. I think it's one of the biggest threats. And uh, it leads me to business email compromise that I just referred to now. Mm. You can watch the video on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch that video. So, there are so many, many things to talk about, but I don't know. I don't know. Is Is there any... And Is there and any I, point to dwell too much on this because I feel like <laughs> we, we flog distance enough. People yeah, but
1: yeah, the what's what I just want to know now, and people can actually make comments, you know, in the comment te- section about what they think. Like, so the security agencies are investigating the issue, and some people were like, "Oh, it's a white hat hack. It's not as if he was really trying to." Yeah, it was not a
0: malicious hack. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But is it really from the things Uber is saying? is like ah, if we catch you, <laughs> 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 like, you know, most likely oh. they will employ
0: him or something. But the guy also, I heard, that, I've not confirmed that he also touched Rockstar Games, got access to. GTA oh, was PCs. it the one? I I, I, I have no confirmed that. Yes, there was
1: also an <laughs> act. Um, um, the, someone released um a part of their oh, game, Grand F- oh which actually led to a three percent drop in their stock ah. stock price. It was ah. quite. It was quite painful. Well, it, was painful. <laughs> so, <laughs> was it? So not for me. <laughs> they
2: should do. They should do it too. If they catch you. Mm. Stock
0: price. Stock price. I'm curious. Did anything happen to First Bank stock price? But
1: I'm. I know that First Bank stock, stock price. price.
0: Yes. After oh. they announced that their cards will no longer support foreign transactions. Did mm. anything happen?
2: Oh. Well, no no we're stuff not like this
0: happen a lot in nigeria and yeah it's like the stock market in nigeria is immune from <laughs> because is happening you mean mean it. now
2: stock market ex- it, it's it exists in a bubble so i guess some of the things that affect other companies may not really affect us or so some of the issues that you think would happen mm. and affect companies may not really affect us but yeah. it would be interesting Shah, to find out
1: but, wh- but why is what's wh- why is um, first bank Stopping this. What exactly is going on in them?
2: The same the, thing you like, like the. <laughs> <laughs> <can act>. TBL. <laughs> TBL. <laughs> nah. So they are just stopping their um, first one is stopping transactions, international transactions on the naira cards. So they have about four different cards that are all denominated in naira. So it's um, you can't shop on Amazon. You can't shop on AliExpress. AliExpress. Inca.
0: Okay, yinka does not use First Bank. Oh, okay. Yinka is a, a data lead, a intelligence lead, by the way. Yeah, in case you're wondering. lot of those shopping.
2: <laughs> but yeah, you can't use it on websites outside the country, and the reason is still, um, still, it still boils down to the whole forex scarcity. So, I mean even if you are you are not an economist you have no interest in finance you should know about nigeria's forex scarcity um the 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 cbn is constantly looking for ways to either prop up their forex regimes or just according to them protect naira. they've done everything from so in the last few months banks have cut spending limits it used to be so i saw a report yesterday um just seven years ago you could spend up to four thousand dollars on your cards but seven years down the line you some banks have fifty dollar limits but the vast majority of like commercial banks in Nigeria have twenty dollar limits. So now they are saying with those Naira cards you can't so if you want to spend so it's not like you can't spend though you can. But you now have to like go out go get a different card um from a another, dollar card. Yeah in order for you to do all of that so it's so so what what the bank is doing so this is
0: this is what happens anytime you stress a business too much Mm. They put the burden on the part on the customer of course so you don't have to be the one looking for the dollar that is cast but you know what you
2: just said startups do the opposite you stress them they put the burden on investor money (laughs) (laughs) i mean classic uber case um good case because a lot of the... Yeah, for a long time, they were paying stamp duties. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, things have changed. Market have read. They now realize that, ah,
0: well, that it's, it's possible. It's really weird because you can't even... If I called one of these banks, which day was that, and I wanted to open a dumb account mm. and they said, oh, I will need to and so dollar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me the dollar. They said, no, they don't have. Mm. I have to go and get from Bureau de Change. I say where well, is Bureau de Change.
2: No, uh, you have to look for them. He said,
0: ah, build the change are easy to find. I said, I don't understand. I've never seen any office called the <laughs> change before. He said, no, you can just find them around. You can find them sometimes outside the bank. And I said,
2: oh.
0: So it's those guys you're talking about. Yeah. Those forex agents on the street at Allen Junction. Forex okay. agents. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, are
1: kind. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to call them now? I don't know. The way he so said it makes this, them look like, this, from what I've seen you I mean they are agents
0: <laughs> what, what do you want to call your like, national tv <laughs> let me remind you <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, they, are national TV. <laughs> they are all agents but yes it may, i mean even pt and bt that's personal travel allowance business travel allowance it's also suffering some people are unable to get it so if you're going to i mean the number of people studying abroad has also increased They are suffering because they can't access the foreign currency they need to pay for school fees.
0: It's so So crazy. Everybody is suffering. I I mean, even we, TechPoint, we are looking for dollars
2: to pay
0: for hosting right now. Because most of the revenue we earn Mm -hmm. is in Mm Naira, right? So now we need dollars to pay for AWS, pay yeah. Ah, crap. This so, is, this is. So, yeah, so so I,
2: I think businesses should just come together and do like a town meeting where they just share their woes with the dollar.
0: So it's very weird. I was arguing with our developer this morning, and he was arguing that we don't have an an AWS equivalent in Nigeria or mm-hmm. something that does that. And I, I would like to be wrong, and I, and I believe he's wrong. And I've been searching for
2: one You've for not one. I've
0: not found something that can really, really handle the kind of numbers. That we have a tech point, or that are doing three, four, five times what we are doing. There are many startups that are doing that. Some of them have investor money, mm-hmm. but some of us we don't have investor money. We're bootstrapping.
2: So and everybody keeps on complaining about AWS dues at the end of the month. So AWS, <laughs> even if you
0: don't run it. Oh, okay. Let's let's move on from there. <laughs> no, but
1: should the CBN really be blamed for for everything
2: going yeah, on? they're the first people you should be blaming for issues like this. So they are in charge of monetary policy, and you cannot. Who do you want to blame me? Okay, I think
1: I, I, I think, um, because I just saw this morning that even the British pound is at a thirty-seven-year low, which I think the whole economic, the global economy is really having. It's it's taking its toll. Yeah, but we every countries are having these current, issues yeah. today, you know. Yes, and I think it's just it's the accumulated issues with our with our currency that's that, that now that we have these issues that has now blown up so well in a way i, so g- like, I guess this, i guess so it's i'm it's sorry to to, i'm thoughts. sorry to be calling the cbn
0: out but for a very very long time now for over almost 80 years the currency has been getting worse yes almost i mean they keep implementing counter-intuitive policies that do not make sense like mm.
2: You've it gone from exchanging the Naira against the dollar for I think three hundred at some point. Like there was a time when if you had a thousand dollars, it was just one fifty K. I remember in school if someone told me about your thousand dollars. It wasn't it a big deal. I mean was I just did the calculation of one fifty K well. I mean it's not that much. But now you do a thousand dollars and it's almost seven fifty K. It's so, it's ridiculous. And this is in how many years? Less, than, less than ten years.
0: Close borders, they've done uh, they say they want to do Nigeria by Nigeria. And we have not seen anything.
2: <laughs> have, so, you yeah. seen, have you seen that they are going to ban Bomo in order to encourage us to make like to grow the pomo. <laughs> B- Ban what Bomo? Yeah, they, uh, so we should not be eating it uh, so that it will encourage tannery or leather production in Nigeria. Like sometimes I wonder, <laughs> I, need, I need to know. Then I want to pay for my small thing on Ali I can't
0: because, yeah, because of oh God. Pomo. Don't worry, let's, let's pay. I'm coming
2: fish. for your Bomo, Nifemi.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's be omission people paying our house rent yeah hi i'm abisala adenoga the head of business at techpoint africa did you know that you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader did you know that your business can get the limelight it deserves now you do using techpoint africa's marketing tools we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership to do this reach out to us by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description below. All right, so welcome back to the Techpoint Africa podcast. And I think now it's a perfect time to tell you about the FinTech Summit 2022. So we're talking about the FinTech in everything and how FinTechs are changing the way we think and the way we approach financial services. So you've heard us talk about CUDA, you've heard us talk about cbn the cbn so why not find a place where everything converge into one very 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 palatable mix and that is the fintech summit 2022 holding november 26. so come november 2026 at four points by sheraton we'll be bringing some of the biggest players in the fintech space and have some exciting exciting conversations and there's also another sweet element to the fintech summit yeah
2: the hackathon so, if you're a developer, you're a designer, you're a product manager, just anything, and you have an idea for a very good product that solves financial problems in Nigeria, the more innovative it is, the better. Please don't bring another, um, Kuda. no, <laughs> Please. um, don't bring another maybe cross. So, if you can solve cross border payment to all African countries, I think that counts because it's a big deal. If you can, if you can do that, perfect. But please don't don't bring an app that just helps me convert my airtime to cash, please. So yeah, um, you have the chance of winning five thousand dollars. Um, let me repeat it: five thousand dollars. So that's a lot of money. Mm. So that's that's a that's a prize. And the hackathon is on. Just go to fintech.techpoint.africa. You see a link. Register. Submit your idea. So, you could do that in Teams or you could just do it alone. But um, Teams will help you because, I mean, if you want to go far, be exactly. So, yeah, um, just go to fintech.techpoint.africa, get to register, and you can share it with people that you know. So, that yeah. be
0: cool. Yeah, I'm also giving a shout out to the hackathon sponsor, One Liquidity. Yeah. So, yeah, you can also check them out on the platform though just go to fintech africa and you'll see everything you need to know. But talking about financial services companies, they are doing interesting things and they're doing very, very weird things. <laughs> 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 you people have come again <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So we're hearing that a bank has joined MTN and the metaverse. Yes, you have heard right. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to us about that All right. No time wasted. So
1: NetBank. NetBank is one of the largest banks in South Africa and they are joining MTN in the metaverse. So okay. if you have been following the conversation, you will know that sometime around March, MTN joined the metaverse called Africa Rare. Africa Rare is a metaverse created by a South African entrepreneur. His name is McMahon. And he's white. Yes. Okay. <laughs> why did you ask? <laughs> no reason. All right. His name is McMahon. And why is NetBank entering the metaverse? The same reason, kind of the same reason MTN gave us back in March when they told us they were entering the metaverse. They wanted to offer services to their users that want to, you know, use, you know, these digital products a little bit differently you Know that users that are in. The Metaverse. But yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I went into the Metaverse. Yes, I actually took a, st- a stroll around there. It looks like you were playing <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> like that's a very, you. Very, very Minecraft is a, meta- is a Metaverse 2, you are playing Sims 3. It, all those things are Metaverses. Actually. So, it's what not everything play. is Web 3 powered. That's where the
0: discrepancy is. So, so you're basically creating what gamers have been enjoying for ages. But when
1: you add that Web 3 aspect to it, yeah. what now, makes it? there is now the possibility of actually bringing real world money. Have you met
0: World of Warcraft people? Yes, Yes, yes. Uh, people yeah. playing World of Warcraft? Yes. When you they, had the Web3... Some of them don't even distinguish between the real life and the game sometimes.
1: Okay, so, let's put it this way. Mm. That, the Web3 aspect of it makes everything decentralized. then World of Warcraft is just a company that... It's one it's company, a, it's one centralized Africa, company. for instance, now
0: mm. won't gain anything from people using this oh metaverse. definitely
1: they will definitely they will. i'm i'm sure i'm sure they are creating it to gain something nobody creates okay so <laughs> let me let me I have I have a theory right okay. so what 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 i'm thinking is m t n joined this thing now netback is doing this thing i think what is actually happening is kind of like a publicity for Africa right because and I, you didn't, I didn't finish my story. The story is still small, small, okay, small so remaining juice inside Sorry, the story. I, I was, <laughs> so I've, been waiting, I've
0: been waiting for this. Story I don't
1: since. know why you will uh, uh, anything to have to you if I just see God to jump <laughs> on don't, don't worry, don't worry. When it's, I, I buy my Lambo, you will come <laughs> and meet me. I know <laughs> <I like>. <laughs> All right, me so, um, NetBank purchased a 12 by 12 village. Inside um, Africa, Africa, Africa. It's actually Africa is like a general name for the metaverse. The place inside that metaverse where you know these things are going on is Ubuntu land. Ubuntu land. S- yes. <laughs> Ubuntu land. So, so, um, so you know, Yeah, like I said, I think it's kind of like publicity for Africa. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I looked at um, McMahon. I looked at his LinkedIn page. I didn't see that he has worked at any of these companies. You know, MTN Bank. I can't really say where the connection is but because when you think about it they said they are joining you know because yes maybe because they are forward thinking but again we all know companies don't do things unless you know to be profitable for them in a way and in africa is metaverse really that much of a thing right now the numbers well, the num- the numbers you see now are mostly from people in the U.S. that use not even just yeah, 3 powered metaverses, like you mentioned. You mentioned the game. There's Roblox. There's Minecraft. So yes, the metaverse is a, that kind of market. It's kind of like connected to the gaming industry in a way. But in Africa, we don't really have, we don't really have that. You don't have the network to play those. You don't games. you don't have the network to play those games. So who? I just think it's kind of like publicity for Africa right?
0: and it's So not just Africa right? for me because what the heck is netbank doing with the metaverse? What are you doing? Right What's the hell is MTN doing with the Metaverse? <laughs> so are they just trying to sound cool and sound I guess. I think are well, they trying to because maybe
2: make very little investments now? And if it works out Fine. Fine. If it doesn't work out well, we didn't, didn't put a
1: lot didn't of look, money mm, I, agree with, I agree with him. I think it's, it's just going to be a form of investment. Who knows, this team might take off in a, in a few months and MCN, I learned that they bought since March. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still under construction. <laughs> I went there. Oh, the <laughs> I saw the trailer and everything, the metaverse. They've not built anything. It's only one banner. So, that is uh, flashing empty, and there is there. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, I think I, I probably need to take it straight into the metaverse and probably read a little bit more about it because I still don't get it. I mean, my natural reaction is to revolt against anything that limits human interaction. Because
0: so if you are familiar with the gaming world, the mm. metaverse should not be too far from there. Yeah. Case. It's it's right? not those immersive open world games exactly mm-hmm. so if you've played the GTA's, you've played far cry you've played world of warcraft all those kind of games where it's a virtual simulation what your late difference now it is becoming a little bit more real mm-hmm. it's not coming to your doorstep it's coming to your offices it's coming to so you're entering a world where instead of having to commute from here to lagos you're actually just staying, not from Italy, from Lagos to Abuja to have a meeting. You could actually have a meeting with that person in the metaverse, and the 3D avatars of yourself will be talking mm-hmm. with each other. So it's just some a gamified concept that has been, that has morphed into serious conversations. Thanks to our dear brother, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> 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 I, I
2: heard they are losing mad
0: money on that. And crazy thing that I think Microsoft will beat them to it because Microsoft, they've been in that game before Facebook, oh. the games, they acquired well, better Let's wait and recently. see. Yeah. yeah let's I disagree, but let's wait and see. <laughs> okay. Why do you disagree?
1: Mm-hmm. I just think meta is up to something and meta, when when, when you talk about metaverse, mm. what, comes, what will come to your mind is the Oculus um, is it? Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. It, oh, that Microsoft, Microsoft doesn't really. They are,
0: those, they are moving in silence. Oh, they should continue. Mm. That's what like HTC that. said. Move in silence. <laughs> shock shock <laughs> them with your victory. Exactly. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now let's 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 end this here for you. So, guys, let us know what you think about all the stories we talked about here today, uh, all the way from Kuda's losses to Uber hack to First Bank stopping international transactions, and of course, the Metaverse. Let us know what you think about it. And before we go, I would like to touch on a very, very important subject and it pains me to say this because I understand the media terrain a little bit in Nigeria. So I just want to point out something. If you are pitching to TechPoint journalists, the TechPoint journalists are those you are seeing right now, the three of them in the studio and a few others that are not here that are working behind the scenes in the same studio, and if you are pitching to them, pitching to a tech point journalist is completely free. So, but before pitching to them, you need to ask yourself a few questions. Do you really need press or do you just want to market? Do you need to acquire users? Do you need to get the spread the word? Then maybe press might not be the best for you. But if you want to build reputation, you want to establish yourself as a thought leader, you want to tell your story in a way that engages our audience, then it makes sense. So, our editor-in-chief, our co-founder, Muywa machu wrote an, if, an article about how to get free and effective press for your startup two years ago. And I think he updated it last year. So I think you should check that article out. But there are key points I want to establish with you. When you are pitching to journalists, it's actually better to pitch to the subject matter journalist. For instance, look at this podcast set up today. When we're talking about the financial stuff you would notice that Chingo was the one that handled most of the comments when we talk about the security hack we talked about the metaverse it was bolu then you must have noticed i'm always excited about 5g technology internet and all of that that is also something i'm interested in so think about the subject matter journalists observe what they publish and this applies not just to tech points it applies to any tech media platform out there so if your company just changed their logo and you're coming to play <laughs> Tech Point to publish the story, uh, no, no, it doesn't make any sense. But if there's a journalist at Tech Point that has shown interest in analyzing the intricacies of UI design and what it means and all of that, then it makes sense. Or oh, if your startup does sponsored Big Brother, look for a journalist that analyzes marketing trends and what they mean. That's it, makes sense that way. So that is what I want to point out and paid stuff, marketing stuff uh, clearly and separate from what we do here at the editorial. So we've been able to maintain that balance. And if you're talking to our head of growth, you must have, you must have heard him say most of all those things once or twice. So this is me, Emmanuel Paul managing editor at TechPoint telling you pitch to a journalist at TechPoint with a convincing and compelling story. And it's completely free the only caveat you cannot control what goes out when or how it gets published so i guess with these few points of mine i've been able to convince you, oh, yes. and confuse confuse you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so please for more information we're going to be linking to my story in the description so you can see a comprehensive breakdown what i just this was a summary and i have spent too long on this mm. if you are watching us if you're watching us for the first time, share us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, hopefully, and LinkedIn. And of course, for the OG guys who have been following us on the audio side of things, Bolo, where can they find yes, us? Yes,
1: you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, hi Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast.
0: I'm sure
2: this guy dreams about seeing this thing at night. Yes. I'm convinced. <laughs> it gives me
0: joy. I'm convinced. All right. Bye-bye, people. Bye.